We hope you enjoy listening to this podcast of St. Louis on the Air, brought to you by University College at Washington University. With undergraduate and graduate programs, part-time, evening, and online. University College at Washington University, offering world-class education within reach. Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Don Marsh. The discussion on privatizing St. Louis International Airport is in full flower right now, but the final decision on the matter is still up in the air. We thought we'd get an update on the effort. And joining me in studio is Melody Walker, our economic development reporter. Melody, nice to see you. Good to see you, Don. Welcome to your inaugural flight, if you will, on uh, St. Saint- <laughs> Louis on the Air. Well, you've been following this story, and it's really just kind of uh, beginning, to, beginning to unfold. Where are we in this whole process of looking at uh, privatization? Well, first of all, I want to say privatization is one of the most polarizing words mm-hmm. I think we've uh, had in, in quite a while here in St. Louis. Um, and it's a little bit of a misnomer. I think when people hear privatization, we think we're going to sell the airport off to some private company. Well, that's not what's happening. The city owns the airport. It will always own the airport. But they can enter into a partnership with a private company. And this is allowed by the FAA. This is why the city, uh, under the former mayor, applied for this program through the FAA. And Mayor Slade did that in his last month in office. Um, And now raising eyebrows because he's become a consultant in this process. Exactly. That's one of the things we've been looking into. It seems to be, according to several legal experts, a conflict of interest, um, but that may be a whole nother story. Sure. We'll wait for that one. <laughs> yeah, to we'll wait. Yes, a more. exactly. Um, but where we are right now is that the um, city finally approved uh, this contract with uh, some consultants who are going to work on a plan to come up with except. Uh, requesting proposals, the RFPs, you know, request mm-hmm. for proposal from private companies. And to, they, they first have to outline things that they, that they want done, what are the assets of the airport. There's mm-hmm. lots of research that has to go into this. And just about two weeks ago, there was a meeting of all these different uh, consultants. And there are about, to my, my count, 17 different firms oh, involved boy. in this. Um, I can see problems ahead right there. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. Lots of uh, cooks in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. and But they're lawyers and they're accountants and there are uh, airport people and aviation experts. And so it's it's a real wide variety. And a lot of these people have worked together before. When I talked to several of them after the meeting, um, they told me, oh, yeah, we've done deals before, although there's never been – a total privatization of an airport in the United States. Puerto Rico, the exception. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, by many accounts I've read, has not been all that successful. But there are privatizations. For anybody who travels and goes through LaGuardia, you see the construction going on there for the new terminal. Mm-hmm. That is a private uh, public partnership. Denver Airport right now is undergoing uh, a terminal transformation. Uh, with a company that is actually interested in the St. Louis deal. It happens to be the company that has also hired uh, Francis Slade to be a consultant. Mm-hmm. And it's a company based in Spain. Huh. 
So we've got another company from Australia that's interested. Global economy, right? It is. Right, right. It is. Yeah. How you know basically would it work? You have a company that comes in and, and the deal is struck. They pay a fee to the city of St. Louis in order to have the privilege of uh, of running the airport. How do they make money? Well, it would be like a lease, <clears throat> and um, it could be set up two different ways. One would be they just pay one big lump sum to the city in the beginning. Which makes the, it sound like a sale. That makes it sound like a exactly, sale. Exactly, but it would be like a 40-year yeah. lease. That's mm-hmm. usually what they do, 30- to 40-year lease. Um, but then uh, they, they could also do it like a, a certain sum at the beginning and then pay on a monthly or annual basis after that. And I think that's the terms that the city is most interested mm-hmm. in. Um, right now, the city makes about $6 million a year from the airport that they, we were grandfathered in uh, under some new FAA rules that went into place a few years ago. So a lot of cities don't get any money from their airports. It's The rule is now if all money made at the airport has to go back into the airport. Mm-hmm. So this would – under this program to privatize – or do a private partner, uh, public partnership, you, the money that is made can go back to the city. Mm-hmm. So the, the people who would lease the airport, they would have to make enough money, make the airport make enough money mm-hmm. where they get some and the city gets some. Well, how would they do that? Well, that seems to be the $64,000 question here in St. Louis because we just don't have – a lot of traffic here anymore and not being a hub for anyone unless you want to say unofficially Southwest has a hub here Mm -hmm. because they have the most flights. Um, And we, how do you increase the traffic here? Well, you need to have the population grow. So it's a chicken and egg problem. The, uh, our our time is beginning to wind down, but the thing that has fascinated me in in your reporting is how much it's costing uh, these consultants. I mean, is it $900,000 a month? Well, our uh, friend at uh, the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, Tony Messenger, uh, was able to get all the documents. They He had to request them through a FOIA uh, request. And he says it adds up to about $800,000 a month. And the city is not paying this. Rex Sinkfeld has stepped in, actually, at the request of Mayor Slay, and has uh, agreed to pay all these fees for these consultants up until a deal is made. And if a deal goes through and they, they, may, they strike a good deal, everybody will get paid. And the money will then be paid back to Mr. Sinkfeld by the city from the money they make on the deal. The city insists that it's uh, not going to be on the hook for this. I can just say this, Daddy, when I grow up, I want to be a consultant. <laughs> exactly. $800,000 a month. What in the world uh, justifies that? Well, when you, lawyers make $800 an hour and uh, these consultants are not just one person. They're, mm. They come with whole firms. They're law, huge law firms. They're huge uh, consulting firms that specialize in aviation and do these kinds of deals all the time. And I guess they can just rack up – Quite a bit of fees. And I guess what they'll be looking at, among other things, is the how can they expand the the dollars generated at St. Louis International Airport to meet the what they have to be what they're committed to pay the city and also make some money for for themselves. Right. 
Well, not uh, again, our time is winding down, but not everybody in the city in the political world is on board with this. I mean, the Board of Aldermen uh, has got a lot of questions. Yes, they do, and they feel like they've been left out of the process. And I know uh, <clears throat> Alderwoman uh, Kara Spencer is going to be presenting a bill next month to uh, require a city vote, a, a public vote on any kind of deal that, that is made. Um, that that is not right now part of the process. So mm-hmm. she's trying to uh, see if she can get that changed and um, maybe have a little more input that way. That that would slow things down, I would have to assume. Uh, what what is the the timetable at the present time? Is there one? Yes, um, two weeks ago, the consultants made a very slick presentation, a PowerPoint presentation with. Uh, an 18-month timeline. They want to do um, all kinds of research for the next couple of months. They want to do surveys of of, uh, residents in the city. And they didn't say the county, but it was brought up that they should talk to people in the county, too, about what they want at the airport, how they want to improve it. And then um, after that, they'll come up with this request for qualifications, request for proposals. And they see it now being done a year from this uh, December. Well, we shall see. A couple of quick comments here from our listeners. Uh, Dan in St. Louis wonders, among other things, is it legal for former Mayor Slay to be involved? Do we know that yet, or is it being challenged in any sense? It has not been challenged officially yet. Um, there are lots of people who have said to me on and off the record that it is um, – it doesn't spell right, and according to uh, rules about former elected officials, what they can and can't do when they leave office, it uh, doesn't seem like he should be doing it. It's a tangled web. Uh, we should also point out that uh, Mr. Sinkfield was also a donor to Mayor Slay's political campaign, so there's that connection as well. And also, Madonna writes in from Crestwood, my concern is that we will end up with a company less likely to run the airport properly and more likely to have made large campaign donations to those tasked with awarding the contract. Any safeguards in place to keep that from happening? Do we know? I don't think there are. Uh, I know the president of the Board of Aldermen was able to hold up the contract approval until he got several of his donors um, on the consulting team. Well, such is life in city politics these days. Melody, uh, you're going to be a busy lady (laughs) in the months ahead. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Melody is our economic development reporter here at St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU.